Hey everybody, what's going on? This is another episode of the Dave Sturchio Show right here on a Friday. It is Friday, September the 8th, 2023 as I record this bad boy a little later than usual throughout the week. I'd like to try to get it done Tuesday, Wednesday. It's been an incredible week. Um, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of a lot of ups. I really don't see many downs this weekend, which uh, or this week rather, and it all stems from last week's trip. Um, I was uh, able to get over to Chicago for Starcast Six, um, which is obviously, if you're doing the math at home, that's the sixth installment of this big ass convention that they have. Um, it's been in a couple states across the nation. Uh, Chicago's been like their their bread and butter. That's where they started it all. But before I get into all that, I want to let you guys know that I'm recording this podcast from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. I think it started to rain. I hear some thunder in the background. Uh, as long as it doesn't rain too shitty on Sunday, which I will be um, heading on over to Jet Life Stadium uh, in the Meadowlands, and uh, I'll be attending the Dallas Cowboys New York Giants opener. Uh, we saw some opening football last night. The Chiefs lost to the Lions. Um, it wasn't a surprise. Uh, I picked the Lions in multiple platforms, multiple shows to win the NFC North, and they showed last night that they can kind of hang with some of the best um, Kadarius Tony, my God. I mean, he had to delete his Twitter. I mean, that's he's, it's over. <laughs> like he had, he couldn't, he couldn't handle it anymore. Uh, so he gets rid of Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, the Lions are one and zero, so they get the first dub of the season. Um, but yeah, anyway. So stemming back from last week, I was able to, uh, like I said, uh, with Premier Streaming Network, they allowed me to get out there and kind of spread my creative wings a little bit, do a little, uh, you know. In between the side show, uh, the stage shows, uh, I was able to get on, you know, off to the side there with a nice backdrop, great lighting, great crew, right? I mean, the, the entire crew, I always, listen, I know what goes into a production. I know exactly what goes into a production. And let me tell you something, the guys that Josh Chernoff, um, Paul Owen, and, and Fred Chernoff put together are, uh, are just incredible. Um, and, of course, Freddie Prince Jr., What's up, boss? Uh, no, but the, the the crew that those guys got uh, were nothing short of incredible, hardworking, um, made me feel like a million bucks. Every time I walked into a room, you know, people just kind of looked at me like, oh, that guy, that, that guy must be important. You know what I'm saying? So I felt very, very important on a very, very large scale for the first time in a long time. I mean, every time I kind of walk around WrestlePro and I, you know, greet the fans out there and I just kind of do my thing over there in Rawway, it feels big, but you know, you're, you're representing an entire, uh, city of Chicago where there's so much wrestling history. Um, and it was just, it was like another world, man. It was, it was a whirlwind. I had a great time. Uh, I got my deep dish pizza, you know, I had a couple beers, enjoyed my time, uh, with the crew, um, met a lot of people out there as far as, you know, the who's who in professional wrestling when it comes to, to media, like Conrad Thompson, um, I was able to meet good old JR, man. Jim Ross is a legend of the game. Uh, one of my favorites of all time, if not the best and greatest of all time to do it in professional wrestling, broadcasting and, and announcing, uh, got to meet him. He, you know, shared a couple jokes. It was, it was very cool, man. Uh, Dennis Rodman was out there, you know, he's a, he's a lunatic still. Um, but, uh, it was just, like I said, the entire weekend was like a whirlwind. I felt rather important for a weekend. And sometimes you need that as a, as a kick in the ass because heading into the following week, which again is Labor Day, so I was able to just stay home, relax uh, on Monday, take off of work, kind of reset, recharge the batteries. Um, but uh, you know, I was able to land a, a lot of big things coming up. 
um, I said I said this a couple weeks ago that you know Chop Studios and Chop Sports Media weren't necessarily splitting, but I was going to take the media department of this business and really, really run with it myself. Um, and I've done that, and since I've done that, I've landed a, a few new gigs, a few new roles within companies that I work for already, or as a you know my clients. Um, I might be also dipping my hand in the world of production on a, on a production team, 624 Productions with Tom uh, Baldinger. Uh, he's, he's the guy who directed and produced Beer League, the series. He's got his own business. He also needs help with my services. So things are starting to compile, and this is the, this is the dream, man. This is what, exactly what I've been trying to talk to myself about, that if I just put some time in and, I, you know, the, the, listen, there's been late nights. There's been early mornings. There's been days where I look around the office and I'm like, well, what do I do next? How do I make my next dollar? How do I, how do I support the family at home? How do, I, how do I succeed in this whole thing? So I think it's finally starting to take some shape. I'm getting very busy, which is a good thing. Um, sometimes it's not a good thing. Sometimes I want to drive my head through a wall. But at the end of the day, like you're finally getting compensated for it. and You're finally making some money, right, and, and decent money at that. Um, you know, Because I've always said this and I believe in this, that – you got to spend money to make money. And these up-and-coming things, like a premier streaming network, like a 624 Productions, like like an individual like Jimmy Palumbo, who's not on the up-and-coming, because he's obviously, to me, he's a legend in the business of acting and comedy, but like he's trying to reinvent himself, right? And he needs some help, because a lot of these older heads, they might not know, and not Jimmy's only 58, but I'm just saying, like they might not know what it takes to, to grow your brand, and it's the world of social media, and I've self-taught myself, that makes sense, I've, I've self-taught um, editing and the world of social media and what it takes to grow, and, you know, it's almost as if, like, the first two and a half years of this business were, like, a college education. I mean, I, I, I went to Middlesex County, um, and, uh, you know, I got my journalism degree there, I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, got my broadcasting certificate there. From there, I did my Giants internship. You guys heard this all on episode one, right? I kind of broke it all down. Um, but here I am, like two and a half years of owning my own business, and you know, myself and Chris found ourselves at a crossroads. Like, all right, where's the next money coming in? And there is money coming in on the rental front because we have a beautiful studio. You know, every time I walk into this place, it's a refresher. It's like, wow, you know, look at we built. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is it's a very humbling but very rewarding feeling when you walk into a building like this and it you know looks the part it my my biggest flex right now is anybody new that comes into this place like I had a meeting last night with Tom Baldinger of 624 Productions it was later in the night it was like six o'clock he came by and uh you know he just looked around he's like wow man look at this thing this is pretty dope you know this is pretty cool um and that seems to be the consensus every time somebody walks into this place Right. Uh, my parents, uh, you know, uh, my friends who've never seen this place, they come in. They're like, holy shit, like you're really doing it. I remember Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Matthews came in here. He's a mentor of mine, a friend of mine, a trainer of mine in the world of pro wrestling. And he kind of looked around. He's like, wait, like who funded all this? And I'm like, well, you know, I I've, have I've been working my ass off. And I think it's finally starting to take shape. And I think people are starting to finally notice. Um, I most recently just launched a new podcast. I know. Shocker. It's called Potting with the Pundits. I think it's hilarious. It's probably one of my favorite podcasts to do now. Uh, between that and Jersey Boys are my favorite. It's, it's comedy. It's relaxed. It's it's not like we don't. You're not taking ourselves too serious, right? And we're just kind of going out there and doing our thing. And going into it, I was like, oh man, I don't know if I can do another podcast. You know, this is insane. I got so much work going on. 
But you know what, man? I'm carving out this time. You know what I'm saying? I'm carving out the time. I'm scheduling it right. I'm, I'm putting it all together. And I think, you know, some of my most harsh critics back in the day, you know, like a Raleigh, right? Raleigh Allen, the stallion himself. He's in the potting with the pundits, but he, you know, off into the group chat, he said, man, you know, Dave, like, you used to have, like, like paper thin, like, you know, your your skin would be paper thin and everything that would somebody would say about you or, or say to you or even if they're breaking your balls, you would, like, take it to heart. You would get upset. You know, you know it was just – it's rough, you know? And now he says it's, it's like leather, right? You can't break me down. You can't say nothing that – you can't say something now that I haven't heard already. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing really that could break me down. And it's not like a B-Rabbit approach where I'm, I'm going to expose you before you can expose me. Uh, but I, I, there's no reason for me to take myself – or anything that people say so serious. Now, there's a fine line between that and utter disrespect. And if you disrespect me, that's another ball game. If you lose my trust, that's a whole another ball game. And it takes a lot because I'm a very forgiving person because of the fact that I'm, you know, I've made plenty of mistakes in my day, and 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 I, I'm gracious enough to know that people are forgiving of me. So that you know, again, it's definitely um, it's a it's a pay it forward type thing, right? Um, today I got to the studio. Um, relatively late. I, you know, I don't like to have these late night things where I'm out. Like if I watch a Thursday night football game nine times, nine and a half times out of 10, I'm in my bed watching it. Right. Like, but last night I went out with my buddy, Greg had some beers and I'm like, oh man, I'm, I woke up this morning. I'm like, golly, there goes the gym. Right. And, and I got to the studio relatively late. I got a, had to get a haircut, get all fresh for, uh, the showcase, which is tomorrow, the wrestling showcase for premiere is in Metuchen on September the 9th, um, in case you're listening to this after the fact. I'm sure it was a massive success, so that's I'll just preface it by saying that. Um, but, yeah, so I, I got to the studio today, and I turned on Pat McAfee like I normally do. If I'm, you know, as background noise, sometimes I, I you know, I'm thoroughly invested. Sometimes I'm working, so I can't be. Um, but I saw in the upper right-hand corner that on the McAfee show was a massive E, and I was like, holy shit, it started, like, his, his journey, his contract with ESPN has started. The cross-promotion between the Pat McAfee show and ESPN is officially underway. And I was like, man, like that that right there is is proof in the pudding that if you put the time in, and, and yeah, he was an NFL punter. He had a little bit of a badass attitude. He had Barstool back him up a little bit in the beginning. So, yeah, he was getting a little bit of a push before the whole thing, but, like, it was grass-rooted. He did start at a table – and talk to himself with just by himself. And then he added one guy and then another guy and another guy. Now he's got a massive team where he gets to take his boys everywhere. You know, AJ Hawk and, and Boston Connor and like all these guys, like they're, they're just all super cool dudes. And it's all because of the networking. It's all because of the time he's put in. And it's all because people are starting to look at sports media and they're looking for an alternative. Now they're not, they're no longer looking for the, you know, the, the Peter Gammons of the world. And like, you know, these these older people, and, and it's no disrespect to the people that have put the time in because they've obviously paved the way, but, you know, even, like, hacks like Stephen A. Smith and, you know, Skip Bayless, they're all, to me, like, Stephen A. is just, to me, is just dumb, right? Like, not even dumb. His takes are just ludicrous, and you would think that, like, all right, you're, you're paid all this money. You would think you would try to make sense, but I don't think he's trying to make sense. Um, but then there's Skip Bayless, and he's just a miserable, shitty human being, and, like, he's making more money than anybody. But I feel like there's a shift coming in the world of sports media. New media is starting to take over. If you go on Twitter right now, X or whatever, if you go on right now, there's guys that I follow that I will go 
pay attention to more than the the juggernaut that is, right? I understand the juggernaut is ESPN, NFL Network. Those guys are going to pay you the most and, and get you the most exposure and all this stuff. But there's a certain group of people that are out there right now that are putting in the work. They're putting in film study. They're putting in the X's and the O's of the videotape instead of saying like blatantly ridiculous things like Dak Prescott stinks, right? Instead of saying that, these guys have a platform to deliver the goods and say either A, why he doesn't stink, or B, to back up their case if they say he does stink, right? Like there's enough proof out there, and it's new media has has started to take flight, I think, and I think over the next couple months, couple years, as this football season goes along, which again, it's brand new, and if you want all of my football predictions, I got Potting with the Pundits, I got Jersey Boys, and I got the Chop Sports Social. All three shows, I've picked all the same things, so go check out all of those shows uh, within the same network. Very easy to find. Um, Cowboys won a Super Bowl. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, the new media has, has shifted, and I think that within this football season, you're going to start to see it a little bit more and more. And I think even some of the people working at the machines – like there are there are writers for DallasCowboys.com that I covet, that I listen to, and I think, man, oh man, like this guy is that dude, right? Patrick Walker used to work for CBS. That's a big juggernaut of an organization. Moving over to the DallasCowboys.com, some would say that's some would say that's a step back, but to me, there's nobody more profitable, nobody more rich than the Dallas Cowboys right now in the world of sports. They're they're officially the the you know the highest revenue generating sports franchise in all of professional sports. So if you're over there at .com, you're making your way, but it's not really the the juggernaut that is. It's technically you're a beat writer for your team. But it all depends on the team for exposure. Like Patrick Walker's going to get his exposure, but if you go and you, to the Arizona Cardinals website, those guys aren't going to get the burn that everybody else does. It's just a you know, it's just the way it plays out. Um, cause the Cardinals are a goddamn dumpster fire right now, but I will say that there's a shift happening and I do know that I do have the confidence and, and things that have been going in my way right now. Um, look, this all could be swept under from under my feet tomorrow. And I would just be like, well, back to the drawing board. Um, but I feel like there's a momentum, uh, shift right now with people like myself, with people like, uh, you know, Jay Tuck on Twitter or, you know, uh, Landon, uh, Holyfield on Twitter, um, you know, those guys are incredible people and they're smart. And it's just like they inspire me. Pat McAfee inspires me because of the fact that he's doing his thing. And he even says it. He says it all the time. Like, my life is stupid. You know, like, and he's saying that in a, a fun way. Like, how the hell did I get this lucky to do all this shit? You know what I mean? And like, I felt like that in Chicago. Like, I'm walking around and people are like waving at me and, you know, asking me to sign their book, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, what? I'm just me, man. I'm I'm nobody. You know what I mean? Like, in the grand scheme of things, I am not something special. I want to be right, and I think that if I keep going on the path that I'm going, I can get there. You know, I walked into a bar last night, and the the MC is my guy, J Rock, right? And he goes, "You know, oh man, Dave Sturgeo from Chop Sports is in the building. Blah blah blah. He's also on Premiere. Blah, blah blah. Just give me this grand entrance. I don't need that." I didn't ask for that, right? But then, like, it's, it's cool for people to notice that I am putting in the work. And it's no longer just the guy who does a podcast because there's, like, fucking 15 of them right now, you know? And, and I'm doing other side work for these people. And I'm doing it all under 
the Chop Sports Media brand so people could start seeing what we're doing over here. And when I say where, I mean me, you know, like what I'm doing. Chris, on the other hand, listen, he's doing his thing, man. He's doing the card collecting. He's doing the memorabilia stuff. He's helping build websites. Again, if you look around this place physically, the physical uh, aesthetics of this place, you know, I want to say if you had to break it down percentages, like, you know, I've collectively helped him with a couple things that look like they need a second person. But like, you know, he's done a lot. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's built this thing. And he's put the glue on the walls, and he's sniffing glue all day. You know what I mean? Like, So we've collectively built this place, and we want it to continue to grow. And we really do think that there's, there's, a, there's a path to success individually, and there's a path to success for this business. And I think that's where we're at now. No longer do I like, well, where's Chris? Or where's Dave? Or what am I doing? Or what's he doing now? You know what I mean? Like, uh, back in the, it, that, would, that would create this, this uh, uneasy feeling, you know? Like, why... I, I no longer have to worry about his whereabouts if I'm working on something that's going to pay me. You know, like, I'm not worried about where he is at 10 o'clock on a, on a Tuesday. You know, that's not my problem. You know what I mean? And and nine times out of ten, he's probably doing something from his house. If he Listen, I, I'm more than capable of doing half the shit from my home. I can, right? But I like coming here. I like being here. It is a drive. It's about a half hour. But that half hour is very decompressive, and it's usually after the gym. And then the ride home is typically with some good music or maybe it's the Michael K show or whatever, you know, but like, I know that if I keep going the way I'm going, some say I'm going to burn out. And sometimes I do feel like that might happen. Right. But I'm going to be 38 on Sunday, which is relatively in the grand scheme of things, relatively young, right? Not saying I'm a young person, but like in, in comparison to others, where there's like the opposite side of the spectrum. I'm no I'm nowhere near like 75, 80, right? But I'm also nowhere near 20, 25. So it's like I'm right there in the middle, right? And I feel like this could be the best time for me to really, really buckle down, you know, say goodbye to sunlight for a little while again, you know? And like, I don't want to get too busy for anybody, but at the same time, they understand now. You know what I mean? Like they're starting to understand and they're starting to see of what I'm doing and what kind of work I'm putting in. Um, and it's to no dis, you know, disrespect to anybody. I got to go to Chicago. I'm going to go to the, the Dallas game on Sunday. I'm going to go to Dallas at the end of the month to, to hang out with Brett and Keith. Right. So it's like, I have these little getaways. I, I do have this, this break in my time, but at the same time, you know, I, I know that I have to lay out a, a significant amount of work for myself to really continue to grow my own brand and this brand alone. I was all in one breath. No, I felt like it. But um, listen, it's a big weekend ahead. If you're listening to this and you want to hear more from me or anything that I do, you can check out PremierStreamingNetwork.com. You can sign up. I think it's like $8, $9, $10 a month. And look, I'm not saying like you got to do it or I'm going to go broke. But I'm saying is that you're out there spending this kind of money on like your Netflix and your Amazons and stuff like that. But you're, you're just feeding into the beasts that are. But then there are those companies that are up and coming and they're starting, and Premier Streaming Network is one of them. I, I truly, truly believe that. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't be putting in the time that I'm doing for them. And I wouldn't be putting in my own money and my own investing. And like I'm downloading programs to help them out with certain things. Like I'm doing all this shit on my own. They pay me? Yeah, they're paying me. I'm not gonna say I'm doing it for free, but I'm saying like I'm doing this at the ground level. So one day when somebody goes, I'm going to buy the Premier Streaming Network. Even if I'm not an actual investor, I know firsthand 
specifically because they told me over the weekend that they're going to take care of me too. You know what I mean? Like there's no reason. Always, always, always. And I've said this from Jump Street. And this is how I'll close this one. I don't know how long it's been. It's probably a little bit shorter this week. But um, I've always believed in this. And Dan Patrick said it to Pat McAfee. That you got to take care of the guys that are with you along the way. Right? Because I think that's big. And I'm talking about the people that are here in these walls right now. You know, not right now physically because I'm staring at a wall and there's nobody here. Um, but, no, I'm talking about even Chris. You know what I mean? Like, even if if something happens where, I, you know, I strike it big on my own, there's no reason why I can't help Chris because he's half the reason why I'm at where I'm at in this realm of work, right? And then, like, you think about the other people like Pat Buck and – guys that have paved the way for me to be in broadcasting. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the one who gave me my first shot to do anything. And then there's Howard Gaber, who works for HSG Networks, who I'm actually supposed to get on a phone call with him soon. But, like, you know, he's the one who let me call my first football game, my first basketball game, like, stuff like that. Like, these people and the team that's currently here. When I say team, I mean Shea Cooper, who is the producer of the Fight Factory. I mean Chris Payne and Tommy D, who are my co-hosts there. Brett really doesn't need my help. He's doing pretty good on his own. But, like, Keith, same thing. He's doing very well. Uh, Jimmy's fine. You know, those, these people are fine. They're not going to ask for anything. But I will give back to the team that's helping me out. You know, there's too many people that have come in and out of this place without, with really nothing to show for it other than, you know, they were there for a little while and they did a whole lot of complaining. Right, and I'm not that guy, man. I'm not going to, like, and look, I will complain or I will vent and I will say, like, man, like, back in the day, I was very upset with certain things about this business. Um, you know, what I was doing on the day-to-day. Was I doing more than Chris? Was Chris doing more than me? These are, like, constant struggles that I used to have um, within my brain, and I'm like, well, you know what? Those days are over. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm done worrying about pretty much anybody else outside of my, you know, uh, of my team here, um, and any outside distractions are no more. I just I feel like if you want to be a success and you want to grow your own brand, you got to a shut down the outside for a little bit. Not all the time, just, you know, for a little bit. Shut down the outside for a little bit and, you know, really put your nose to the ground, ear to the ground, keep listening to people talk. There's there's nothing better that you can do than listen. When Jimmy Palumbo speaks, I listen. When last night when Tom Baldin, uh, Baldinger uh talked, I listened. When these people are listening, are talking, I'm listening, right? And that's why I do extend my hand to some of these people. Like the dude cast, right? They're in here. It's it's Dom and it's Mark and it's now uh, the girl, right? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm remissing her name at the moment. But the bird lady, they call her. <laughs> um, but, like, I, they're not being charged to use the studio. And they're not even making much money on Premiere, if not at all right now. But, like, my hand is out for them. And I'm like, you know what? Your show is funny as shit. I believe in you guys, so I'm bringing them with me to the showcase. I said, you know what? No, there's no reason why you guys can't have a live show at the showcase, too. Let's do it. You know? Like, let, let's let's build you guys. Let's do that shit. Why am I doing that? I'm not seeing a dollar of anything that those guys are doing. You know what I mean? They're editing their own shows, their own brand, right? But I'm just out there. I'm saying, you know what? Let, let me just give you a hand. Who knows, right? Like, we'll see. Because at the end of the day, I know if they blow up, they're going to be like, well, you know, we wouldn't have been able to blow up if we weren't at Chop Studios. We couldn't do this from our basement. And sometimes, sometimes you can, right? But, like, if you have the access, why not use it? I like helping people. And that's part of my biggest, like, go going forward plan is to help others. 
help people with their social medias, help people promote their own businesses. You know, if that's the if that's the plan, if that's the purpose for all this now going forward and, and it's to help others, then I'll do that, man. Then I'll do that. That that's to me, that's easy. It's easy work to be nice, right? It's easy work to be kind. In a world full of just utter pieces of shit, and they're out there, man. There are leeches. There are people that are just ride your coattails until you literally lose the coattails. You know what I mean? Like, you got to separate yourself from those people. Those people are going to mooch off you as long as they possibly can. You have to be able to determine who is worth being around. I always said, you know, to to leave and cut out the dead weight, you have to. You just have to. Because at the end of the day, no matter what, you control all this shit. You know, Chael Sonnen says it one time. He said, they'll tell you that failure is not an option. It's actually not true. Failure is the most readily option for you. Failure You can fail at everything, but failure is a choice. I choose not to fail. You can either choose to succeed or to fail. I choose to succeed. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy, rate, review, do all that fun shit. Listen to all the podcasts that I'm on. If you're not sick of me by now, bravo, you've made it. (laughs) And uh, I really appreciate all the support. Love and peace. God bless you all. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. What's going on? This is another episode of the Dave Sturchio Show right here on a Friday. It is Friday, September the 8th, 2023. As I record this bad boy a little later than usual throughout the week, I'd like to try to get it done Tuesday, Wednesday. It's been an incredible week. Um, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of a lot of ups. I really don't see many downs this weekend, which uh, or this week, rather, and it all stems from last week's trip. Um, I was uh, able to get over to Chicago for StarCast 6, um, which is obviously, if you're doing the math at home, that's the sixth installment of this big-ass convention that they have. Um, it's been in a couple states across the nation. Uh, Chicago's been like their their bread and butter. That's where they started it all. But before I get into all that, I want to let you guys know that I'm recording this podcast from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. I think it started to rain. I hear some thunder in the background. Uh, as long as it doesn't rain too shitty on Sunday, which I will be... Um, Heading on over to Jet Life Stadium uh, in the Meadowlands, and uh, I'll be attending the Dallas Cowboys New York Giants opener. Uh, we saw some opening football last night. The Chiefs lost to the Lions. Um, it wasn't a surprise. Uh, I picked the Lions in multiple platforms, multiple shows to win the NFC North, and they showed last night that they can kind of hang with some of the best. Um, Kadarius Tony, my God! I mean, he had to delete his Twitter. I mean, that's it's over. <laughs> like he had, he couldn't, he couldn't handle it anymore. Uh, so he gets rid of Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, the Lions are one and zero, so they get the first dub of the season. Um, but yeah, anyway, so stemming back from last week, I was able to, uh, like I said, uh, with Premier Streaming Network, they allowed me to get out there and kind of spread my creative wings a little bit, do a little, uh, you know. In between the side show, uh, the stage shows, 
Uh, I was able to get on, you know, off to the side there with a nice backdrop, great lighting, great crew, right? I mean, the, the entire crew, I always, listen, I know what goes into a production. I know exactly what goes into a production. And let me tell you something, the guys that Josh Chernoff, um, Paul Owen, and, and Fred Chernoff put together are uh, are just incredible. Um, and, of course, Freddie Prince Jr., what's up, boss? Uh, no, but the, the, the crew that those guys got, uh, were nothing short of incredible, hardworking, um, made me feel like a million bucks. Every time I walked into a room, you know, people just kind of looked at me like, oh, that guy, that, that guy must be important. You know what I'm saying? So I felt very, very important on a very, very large scale for the first time in a long time. I mean, every time I kind of walk around WrestlePro and I, you know, greet the fans out there and I just kind of do my thing over there in Rawway, it feels big, but, you know, you're, you're representing an entire uh, city of Chicago where there's so much wrestling history um, and it was just, it was like another world, man. It was, it was a whirlwind. I had a great time. Uh, I got my deep dish pizza, you know, I had a couple beers, enjoyed my time, uh, with the crew, um, met a lot of people out there as far as, you know, the who's who in professional wrestling when it comes to, to media, like Conrad Thompson. Um, I was able to meet good old JR, man. Jim Ross is a legend of the game. Uh, one of my favorites of all time, if not the best and greatest of all time to do it in professional wrestling broadcasting and, and announcing. Uh, got to meet him. He, you know, shared a couple jokes. It was it was very cool, man. Uh, Dennis Rodman was out there. You know, he's a he's a lunatic still. Um, but uh, it was just like I said, the entire weekend was like a whirlwind. I felt rather important for a weekend, and sometimes you need that as a, as a kick in the ass because heading into the following week, which again is Labor Day, so I was able to just stay home, relax. Uh, on Monday, take off of work, kind of reset, recharge the batteries. Um, but, uh, you know, I was able to land a, a lot of big things coming up. Um, I said I said this a couple of weeks ago that, you know, Chop Studios and Chop Sports Media weren't necessarily splitting, but I was going to take the media department of this business and really, really run with it myself. Um, and I've done that, and since I've done that, I've landed a few new gigs, a few new roles within companies that I work for already or as a, you know my clients. Um, I might be also dipping my hand in the world of production on a, on a production team, 624 Productions with Tom uh, Baldinger. Uh, he's, he's the guy who directed and produced Beer League, the series. He's got his own business. He also needs help with my services. So Things are starting to compile, and this is the this is the dream, man. This is what exactly what I've been trying to talk to myself about. That if I just put some time in, and I, you know, the, the, listen, there's been late nights, there's been early mornings, there's been days where I look around the office and I'm like, well, what do I do next? How do I make my next dollar? How do I how do I support the family at home? How do I how do I succeed in this whole thing? So I think it's finally starting to take some shape. I'm getting very busy, which is a good thing. Um, sometimes not a good thing. Sometimes I want to drive my head through a wall, but at the end of the day, like you're finally getting compensated for it and you're finally making some money, right. And, and decent money at that. Um, you know, because I've always said this and I believe in this, that you got to spend money to make money. And these up and coming things like a premier streaming network, like a 624 productions, like, like an individual, like Jimmy Palumbo, who's not on the up and coming, but because he's obviously to me, he's a legend in the business of acting and comedy. But, like, he's trying to reinvent himself, right? And he needs some help because a lot of these older heads, they might not know, and not Jimmy's only 58, but I'm just saying, like, they might not know what it takes 
to to grow your brand. And it's the world of social media. And I've self-taught myself. That makes sense. I've, I've self-taught um, editing and the world of social media and what it takes to grow. And, you know, it's almost as if like the first two and a half years of this business were like a college education. I mean, I, I, I went to Middlesex County um, and, uh, you know, I got my journalism degree there. I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, got my broadcasting certificate there. From there, I did my Giants internship. You guys heard this all on episode one, right? I kind of broke it all down. Um, but here I am, like two and a half years of owning my own business, and you know, myself and Chris found ourselves at a crossroads. Like, all right, where's the next money coming in? And there is money coming in on the rental front because we have a beautiful studio. You know, every time I walk into this place, it's a refresher. It's like, wow, you know, look at we built. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is it's a very humbling but very rewarding feeling when you walk into a building like this and it you know looks the part it my my biggest flex right now is anybody new that comes into this place like I had a meeting last night with Tom Baldinger of 624 Productions it was later in the night it was like six o'clock he came by and uh you know he just looked around he's like wow man look at this thing this is pretty dope you know this is pretty cool um and that seems to be the consensus every time somebody walks into this place Right. Uh, my parents, uh, you know, uh, my friends who've never seen this place, they come in. They're like, holy shit, like you're really doing it. I remember Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Matthews came in here. He's a mentor of mine, a friend of mine, a trainer of mine in the world of pro wrestling. And he kind of looked around. He's like, wait, like who funded all this? And I'm like, well, you know, I I've, have I've been working my ass off. And I think it's finally starting to take shape. And I think people are starting to finally notice. Um, I most recently just launched a new podcast. I know. Shocker. It's called Potting with the Pundits. I think it's hilarious. It's probably one of my favorite podcasts to do now. Uh, between that and Jersey Boys are my favorite. It's it's comedy. It's relaxed. It's it's not like we don't. You're not taking ourselves too serious, right? And we're just kind of going out there and doing our thing. And going into it, I was like, oh man, I don't know if I can do another podcast. You know, this is insane. I got so much work going on. But you know what, man? I'm carving out this time. You know what I'm saying? I'm carving out the time. I'm scheduling it right. I'm I'm putting it all together. And I think, you know, some of my most harsh critics back in the day, you know, like a Raleigh, right? Raleigh Allen, the stallion himself, he's in potting with the pundits, but he, you know, off into the group chat, he said, man, you know, Dave, like you used to have like, like paper thin, like, you know, your, your skin would be paper thin and everything that would, somebody would say about you or, or say to you, or even if they're breaking your balls, you would like take it to heart. You would get upset. You know, you know, it was just, it's rough, you know? And now he says it's it's like leather, right? You can't break me down. You can't say nothing that you can't say something now that I haven't heard already. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing really that could break me down. And it's not like a B rabbit approach where I'm I'm going to expose you before you can expose me. Uh, but I, I, there's no reason for me to take myself or anything that people say so serious. Now there's a fine line between that and utter disrespect. And if you disrespect me, that's another ball game. If you lose my trust, that's a whole nother ball game, and it takes a lot because I'm a very forgiving person because of the fact that I'm, you know, I've made plenty of mistakes in my day, and 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 I, I'm gracious enough to know that people are forgiving of me. So that you know, again, it's definitely um, it's a it's a pay it forward type thing, right? Um, today I got to the studio um, relatively late. I, you know, I don't like to have these late night things where I'm out like if I watch a Thursday night football game nine times nine and a half times out of ten I'm in my bed watching it right like but last night I went out with my buddy Greg had some beers and I'm like oh man I'm, I woke up this morning I'm like golly there goes the gym right and, and I got to the studio relatively late I got a had to get a haircut get all fresh for uh the showcase which is tomorrow the wrestling showcase for premiere is in Metuchen 
on September the 9th. Um, in case you're listening to this after the fact, I'm sure it was a massive success. So that's I'll just preface it by saying that. Um, but yeah, so I I got to the studio today and I turned on Pat McAfee like I normally do. If I'm you know as background noise, sometimes I I you know I'm thoroughly invested. Sometimes I'm working, so I can't be. Um, but I saw in the upper right hand corner that on the McAfee show was a massive E, and I was like, holy shit, it started like. His, his journey, his contract with ESPN has started. The cross-promotion between the Pat McAfee show and ESPN is officially underway. And I was like, man, like that that right there is is proof in the pudding that if you put the time in, and and yeah, he was an NFL punter. He had a little bit of a badass attitude. He had Barstool back him up a little bit in the beginning. So yeah, he was getting a little bit of a push before the whole thing, but like it was grassrooted. He did start at a table and talk to himself with just by himself. And then he added one guy and then another guy and another guy. Now he's got a massive team where he gets to take his boys everywhere. You know, AJ Hawk and, and Boston Connor and like all these guys, like they're, they're just all super cool dudes. And it's all because of the networking. It's all because of the time he's put in. And it's all because people are starting to look at sports media and they're looking for an alternative. Now they're not, they're no longer looking for the, you know, the the Peter Gammons of the world and, like, you know, these these older people. And, and it's no disrespect to the people that have put the time in because they've obviously paved the way. But, you know, even, like, hacks like Stephen A. Smith and, you know, Skip Bayless, they're all, to me, like, Stephen A. is just, to me, is just dumb, right? Like, not even dumb. His takes are just ludicrous. And you would think that, like, all right, you're, you're paid all this money. You would think you would try to make sense, but I don't think he's trying to make sense. Um, but then there's Skip Bayless, and he's just a miserable, shitty human being, and like he's making more money than anybody. But I feel like there's a shift coming in the world of sports media. New media is starting to take over. If you go on Twitter right now, X or whatever, if you go on right now, there's guys that I follow that I will go pay attention to more than the the juggernaut that is, right? I understand the juggernaut is ESPN, NFL Network. Those guys are going to pay you the most and, and get you the most exposure and all this stuff. But there's a certain group of people that are out there right now that are putting in the work. They're putting in film study. They're putting in the X's and the O's of the videotape instead of saying like blatantly ridiculous things like Dak Prescott stinks, right? Instead of saying that, these guys have a platform to deliver the goods and say either A, why he doesn't stink, or B, to back up their case if they say he does stink, right? Like, there's enough proof out there. And it's new media has has started to take flight, I think. And I think over the next couple months, couple years, as this football season goes along, which, again, it's brand new. And if you want all of my football predictions, I got Potting with the Pundits, I got Jersey Boys, and I got the Chop Sports Social. All three shows, I've picked all the same things. So go check out all of those shows. Uh, within the same network, very easy to find. Um, Cowboys won a Super Bowl. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, the, the new media has, has shifted, and I think that within this football season, you're going to start to see it a little bit more and more. And I think even some of the people working at the machines, like there are there are writers for DallasCowboys.com that I covet, that I listen to, and I think, man, oh, man, like, this guy is that dude, right? Patrick Walker used to work for CBS. That's a big juggernaut of an organization. Moving over to the DallasCowboys.com, 
Some would say that's some would say that's a step back, but to me, there's nobody more profitable, nobody more rich than the Dallas Cowboys right now in the world of sports. They're they're officially the the you know the highest revenue generating sports franchise in all of professional sports. So if you're over there at .com, you're making your way, but it's not really the the juggernaut that is. It's technically you're a beat writer for your team, but. It all depends on the team for exposure. Like Patrick Walker's going to get his exposure, but if you go and you, to the Arizona Cardinals website, those guys aren't going to get the burn that everybody else does. It's just a, you know, it's just the way it plays out because um, the Cardinals are a goddamn dumpster fire right now. But I will say that there's a shift happening, and I do know that I do have the confidence and and things that have been going in my way right now. Um, look, this all could be swept under from under my feet tomorrow, and I would just be like, well, back to the drawing board. Um, but I feel like there's a momentum uh, shift right now with people like myself, with people like, uh, you know, Jay Tuck on Twitter or, you know, uh, Landon uh, Holyfield on Twitter. Um, you know, those guys are incredible people and they're smart. And it's just like they inspire me. Pat McAfee inspires me because of the fact that he's doing his thing. And he even says it. He says it all the time. Like, my life is stupid, you know, like and he's saying that in a, a fun way, like how the hell. Did I get this lucky to do all this shit? You know what I mean? And, like, I felt like that in Chicago. Like, I'm walking around, and people are, like, waving at me and, you know, asking me to sign their book. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? I'm just me, man. I'm, I'm nobody. You know what I mean? Like, in the grand scheme of things, I am not something special. I want to be, right? And I think that if I keep going on the path that I'm going, I can get there. You know, I walked into a bar last night, and the, the MC is my guy, J-Rock, right? And he goes... You know, oh, man, Dave Sturgeo from Chop Sports is in the building, blah, blah, blah. He's also on Premiere, blah, blah, blah. Just give me this grand entrance. I don't need that. I didn't ask for that, right? But then, like, it's, it's cool for people to notice that I am putting in the work. And it's no longer just the guy who does a podcast because there's, like, fucking 15 of them right now, you know? And, and I'm doing other side work for these people. And I'm doing it all under the Chop Sports Media brand so people could start seeing what we're doing over here. And when I say where, I mean me, you know, like what I'm doing. Chris, on the other hand, listen, he's doing his thing, man. He's doing the card collecting. He's doing the memorabilia stuff. He's helping build websites. Again, if you look around this place physically, the physical uh, aesthetics of this place, you know, I want to say it, if you had to break it down percentages, like, you know, I've collectively helped him with a couple things that look like they need a second person. But, like, you know, he's done a lot. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's built this thing. And he's put the glue on the walls, and he's sniffing glue all day. You know what I mean? Like, so we've collectively built this place, and we want it to continue to grow. And we really do think that there's there's a there's a path to success individually, and there's a path to success for this business. And I think that's where we're at now. No longer do I like, well, where's Chris or where's Dave or what am I doing or what's he doing now? You know what I mean? Like, uh, back in it, that would that would create this this uh, uneasy feeling. You know, like why. I, I no longer have to worry about his whereabouts if I'm working on something that's going to pay me. You know, like, I'm not worried about where he is at 10 o'clock on a, on a Tuesday. You know, that's not my problem. You know what I mean? And and nine times out of ten, he's probably doing something from his house. If he Listen, I, I'm more than capable of doing half this shit from my home. I can, right? But I like coming here. I like being here. It is a drive. It's about a half hour. But that half hour is very decompressive, and it's usually after the gym. And then the ride home is typically with some good music or maybe it's the Michael K show or whatever, you know, but like, I know that if I keep going the way I'm going, some say I'm going to burn out. And sometimes I do feel like that might happen. Right. But I'm going to be 38 on Sunday, which is relatively in the grand scheme of things, 
relatively young, right? Not saying I'm a young person, but like in in comparison to others, where there's like the opposite side of the spectrum, I'm no I'm nowhere near like 75, 80, right? But I'm also nowhere near 20, 25. So it's like I'm right there in the middle, right? And I feel like this could be the best time for me to really, really buckle down, you know, say goodbye to sunlight for a little while again, you know, and like, I don't want to get too busy for anybody, but at the same time, they understand now, you know what I mean? Like they're starting to understand and starting to see of what I'm doing and what kind of work I'm putting in. Um, and it's to no dis, you know, disrespect to anybody. I got to go to Chicago. I'm going to go to the Dallas game on Sunday. I'm going to go to Dallas at the end of the month to, to hang out with Brett and Keith. Right. So it's like, I have these little getaways. I, I do have this, this break in my time. But at the same time, you know, I, I know that I have to lay out a, a significant amount of work for myself to really continue to grow my own brand and this brand alone. Whew, I was all in one breath. No, it felt like it. But um, listen, it's a big weekend ahead. If you're listening to this and you want to hear more from me or anything that I do, you can check out PremierStreamingNetwork.com. You can sign up. I think it's like eight, nine, ten dollars a month. And look, I'm not saying like you got to do it or I'm gonna go broke. But I'm saying is that you're out there spending this kind of money on like your Netflix and your Amazons and stuff like that. But you're you're just feeding into the beasts that are. But then there are those companies that are up and coming and they're starting. And Premier Streaming Network is one of them. I, I truly, truly believe that. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't be putting in the time that I'm doing for them. And I wouldn't be putting in my own money and my own investing. And, like, I'm downloading programs to help them out with certain things. Like, I'm doing all this shit on my own. They pay me? Yeah, they're paying me. I'm not going to say I'm doing it for free. But I'm saying, like, I'm doing this at the ground level. So one day when somebody goes... I'm going to buy the Premier Streaming Network, even if I'm not an actual investor. I know firsthand, specifically because they told me over the weekend, that they're going to take care of me too. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason. Always, always, always. And I've said this from Jump Street. And this is how I'll close this one. I don't know how long it's been. It's probably a little bit shorter this week. But um, I've always believed in this. And Dan Patrick said it to Pat McAfee. That you got to take care of the guys that are with you along the way. Right? Because I think that's big. And I'm talking about the people that are here in these walls right now. You know, not right now physically because I'm staring at a wall and there's nobody here. Um, but, no, I'm talking about even Chris. You know what I mean? Like, even if if something happens where, I, you know, I strike it big on my own, there's no reason why I can't help Chris because he's half the reason why I'm at where I'm at in this realm of work, right? And then, like, you think about the other people like Pat Buck and – guys that have paved the way for me to be in broadcasting. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the one who gave me my first shot to do anything. And then there's Howard Gaber, who works for HSG Networks, who I'm actually supposed to get on a phone call with him soon. But, like, you know, he's the one who let me call my first football game, my first basketball game, like, stuff like that. Like, these people and the team that's currently here. When I say team, I mean Shea Cooper, who is the producer of the Fight Factory. I mean Chris Payne and Tommy D, who are my co-hosts there. Brett really doesn't need my help. He's doing pretty good on his own. But, like, Keith, same thing. He's doing very well. Uh, Jimmy's fine. You know, those, these people are fine. They're not going to ask for anything. But I will give back to the team that's helping me out. You know, there's too many people that have come in and out of this place without – with really nothing to show for it other than, you know, they were there for a little while and they did a whole lot of complaining, 
right? And I'm not that guy, man. I'm not going to, like, and look, I will complain or I will vent and I will say, like, man, like, back in the day, I was very upset with certain things about this business. Um, you know, what I was doing on the day-to-day. Was I doing more than Chris? Was Chris doing more than me? These are, like, constant struggles that I used to have um, within my brain. And I'm like, well, you know what? Those days are over. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm done worrying about pretty much anybody else outside of my, you know, of my team here. Um, and any outside distractions are no more. I just, I feel like if you want to be a success and you want to grow your own brand, you got to A, shut down the outside for a little bit. Not all the time, just, you know, for a little bit. Shut down the outside for a little bit and, you know, really put your nose to the ground, ear to the ground. Keep listening to people talk. There's there's nothing better that you can do than listen. When Jimmy Palumbo speaks, I listen. When Last night when Tom Baldin, uh, Baldinger uh, talked, I listened. When these people are listening, are talking, I'm listening, right? And that's why I do extend my hand to some of these people. Like the dude cast, right? They're in here. It's it's Dom and it's Mark and it's now uh, the girl, right? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm remissing her name at the moment. But the bird lady, they call her. <laughs> um, but, like, I, they're not being charged to use the studio. And they're not even making much money on Premiere, if not at all right now. But, like, my hand is out for them. And I'm like, you know what? Your show's funny as shit. I believe in you guys, so I'm bringing them with me to the showcase. I said, you know what? No, there's no reason why you guys can't have a live show at the showcase, too. Let's do it. You know? Like, let, let's let's build you guys. Let's do that shit. Why am I doing that? I'm not seeing a dollar of anything that those guys are doing. You know what I mean? They're editing their own shows, their own brand, right? But I'm just out there. I'm saying, you know what? Let, let me just give you a hand. Who knows, right? Like, we'll see. Because at the end of the day, I know if they blow up, they're going to be like, well, you know, we wouldn't have been able to blow up if we weren't at Chop Studios. We couldn't do this from our basement. And sometimes, sometimes you can, right? But, like, if you have the access, why not use it? I like helping people. And that's part of my biggest, like, go going forward plan is to help others, help people with their social medias, help people promote their own businesses. You know, if that's the, if that's the plan, if that's the purpose for all this now going forward and, and it's to help others – then I'll do that, man. Then I'll do that. That that's to me, that's easy. It's easy work to be nice, right? It's easy work to be kind. In a world full of just utter pieces of shit, and they're out there, man. There are leeches. There are people that are just ride your coattails until you literally lose the coattails. You know what I mean? Like you got to separate yourself from those people. Those people are going to mooch off you as long as they possibly can. You have to be able to determine who is worth being around? I always said, you know, to to leave and cut out the dead weight, you have to. You just have to. Because at the end of the day, no matter what, you control all this shit. You know, Chael Sonnen says it one time. He said, they'll tell you that failure is not an option. It's actually not true. Failure is the most readily option for you. Failure, you can fail at everything, but failure is a choice. I choose not to fail. You can either choose to succeed or to fail. I choose to succeed. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy, rate, review, do all that fun shit. Listen to all the podcasts that I'm on. If you're not sick of me by now, bravo, you've made it. <laughs> and uh, I really appreciate all the support. Love and peace. God bless you all. And uh, I'll see you guys next time.